Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we will take a deep dive into the NCFFL in all its glory, providing you, the GMs, the fans, hot takes and predictions sure to stir up controversy all along the fantasy football season. My name is Joe Norton, and along for the ride is Jared Campbell. Let's go! boys welcome in to the hot routes and hot takes fantasy football podcast it is week two jared we are here some people have losses some people have wins victories are in a good place um that's that's the way the fantasy goes (laughs) that's the way it goes everybody loses um two two pods in one week joey Two pods in a week. How about that? For I mean, us? and hey, I'll say this, buddy. You sound one million times better. I feel a million times better. I still got some residual cough and and um, and shortness of breath. Hopefully, that doesn't come through in uh, our conversation today. But you know, just a, a pre warning for everybody. Still, you know, I recovered hundred percent. I was not vaccinated, and look at me, I survived. So um, it can be done. To all those good. out there, it can be done. Good deal. I'm glad to hear that. I will say, last Friday when we were shooting this, I was a little. I was like, man, he's. <laughs> I don't know. This is we got. We're we're Robert Frost in it here, about to hit a fork in the road, and you're either going to go one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you're sounding good. But like, I, I hear the I hear the uh, out outside elements. The crickets. You are. I hear the, the crickets. crickets. Are I out. heard the uh, I heard the beer open. Beer popped. Uh, is, yeah. is that number one? Uh, that is number two. Oh, now, but wait, there's more. So Christy, <coughs> Christy got a little, got a little excited at dinner, Uh-oh. and so we had a tequila shot together. Oh, what was the? Uh, what were y'all excited about? We got an <laughs> um, announcement. Number four. No, oh, no number man. four. Um, I don't know. I think it was just yeah, one of those days with the kids and she needed to relax. And she said, do you want to split a shot and splitting a shot with Christy for those that don't know is like taking two shots for yourself, two shots for her in one shot. So it's, it's a large shot. Um, 
Now, is this was this like normal people tequila, or was this like Chaz tequila? This was normal people. Well, El Himidor. Um, so okay. it's twenty four dollars for a fifth. Unlike Chaz, who likes to flaunt his uh, success in the world and buy four hundred dollar bottles of uh, Don Julio nineteen or eighteen forty nine or sixteen forty nine or I don't know what forty nine that tequila was, but. Um, yeah, five hundred dollar tequila. Would you buy that? Fuck no. I wouldn't. Even I would buy almost it. feel guilty drinking it. I wouldn't even buy fifty dollar tequila. But well, I, I would buy like... tequila. I like tequila. Tequila's good. Like especially really good tequila. Yeah, I assume so. But uh, wasn't Chaz the one that was like bitching on the draft weekend that he was like broke now because of like all the, like the the new house and the money spending out for that. But, yeah, his renovation. Then, he said he spent yeah. a fortune, small fortune on a renovation, and here he goes out on a Drop random in. random Thursday backdoor CB or ABC store in uh where the hell does he live? Sanford. Sanford. You know, slips slips like uh $1000 bills to his to his guys in the back door and walks away with like eight bottles of rare tequila bourbon and I don't even know what else there was. Yeah, it just and then he just has like a damn china cabinet full of this shit. Like, oh my I mean, god! What, I mean, what's the? Yeah, I, I seriously, know. I was not kidding. So I, obviously, you don't travel out to Huntersville much, um, but we have a ABC store right off the exit, right off exit twenty three, off seventy seven, uh, closest one to us. And I am not shitting you when I say it is bare. It looks like a yeah. Venezuelan grocery store. There is nothing on the shelves. I went in there last week to get Christy some tequila. Zero tequila. They had like two bottles of this random stuff. Didn't never even heard of it. They had maybe six bottles of Jim Beam. They had about thirty bottles of Tito's, and that was about it. And well, when that- I say about it, like that was it. I'm not talking about like even all the select bottles or random yeah. bottles of North Carolina bourbons or whiskeys or the random whiskeys that you would see up on the shelves, the top shelf stuff, gone. Everything gone. People were just like, well, I came in here to get, you know, uh, Bacardi Limon slip, and that's that's gone. <laughs> George so Dickel. I, <laughs> George Dickel slip, and that's gone. So I might as well get, you know, uh, I don't know, Bird Dog whiskey <laughs> or something, peach whiskey. And that, so everything is just gone, and it is, it's sad. And I'm like – I want to take a video and send it off to the governor and be like, what, what, what kind of shenanigans are you running here? Like get, get the people I, what they want. And here's the thing. And I don't want, and here's the thing. Every time I go into the ABC store, I ask the same question. Hey, what's going on? How come there's no selection here? You want to know the answer I get every time? Um, what is it? Saquon Barkley for a yeah. mega run. Um, I figured you were going to say that. <laughs> I figured the slight pause there. It oh, is, uh, holding, coming back. Ah, you're ahead of me. That sucks. <laughs> um, it's, oh, yeah, COVID. COVID's having an issue. I'm like, no, that's a blatant lie. Someone's not doing their job. And let me tell you why. Because I was in South Carolina yesterday, went to a random liquor store, just packed the shelves. Everything you could want. Doesn't matter. You name it, they had it. You want Don Julio, 19. 19- 42 they got 1942 julio you want blanton's it was on the shelf you want weller it was right there anything you wanted 
it was right there for the take and like five rows deep. So I, I don't want to hear this COVID shit because apparently COVID isn't hitting South Carolina. Well, I, I don't know. Let's move on. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, it just so, gets me hot. I, uh, apparently, yeah, clearly. Clearly. I, I apologize for bringing it. I don't even know what we were talking about. You and Chrissy drinking tequila off of each other. That's yeah. Uh, Body shots. And now you're on your second beer. So she start she started it for you. Now you're rolling. I remember like Friday it was like sixty degrees outside. Now it's like eighty and muggy again. Yeah. So but I'm lucky <laughs> my, my kids and wife, they're gone tonight. I was gonna ask tomorrow. you what are you drinking on? Because I knew that they were gone. Where did they go? Uh, Where did they run off to? They were, Morgan went to go hit up her stores in Greenville, North <laughs> Carolina and Durham. So she just took the kids and dropped them off at her parents. Parents wanted to see them. How about that? So, uh, so I'm I'm here and uh, I, I, I still got some like kind of summertime beers. I'm trying to get like some IPAs like the juiciness and stuff like that from Sycamore. Just, yeah. It's weird, man. I was either between that or the Nota Gorgeous, the pumpkin beer. And it's just still a little too muggy out, still a little too warm, so I can't do it. Yeah, you got to wait for that chill in the air, the crisp in the air before you get to them autumn beers, the Oktoberfest, uh, the uh, pumpkin-type beers, uh, those sort of things. A little bit more cool. And then I think you're yeah. gold. And I think you're golden, Pony Boy. Hey, apologize to the listeners out there. We got a lot of text coming through on a group chat here. So if you guys hear us coming in and out, it's because we're getting berated with a bunch of probably not that important text messages. So just want to let everyone be aware of that. Knock so, that shit out. Knock it. Anyways, um, so we got a great pod coming up here's the rundown so we're going to go through our typical rapid fire recap look at look back at week one winners losers quick synopsis on each matchup um got a new surprise segments new surprise segments that'll be implemented into uh the end of week uh the rapid fire recap then we're gonna head over to another new segment look at look at jared and joe getting creative it's a good tease. It's a good tease. It's a I good like tease. It. We're going to call it the, good tease. the panic meter. So okay. we got that coming up. Then we have another one. What? Watch out. We got a new uh, producer. We're shooting Come from on. the hip a little bit later. Shooting from the hip. And then we're going we're gonna to finalize it with the week two matchup. So uh, hopefully a good pod. We're going to try and get to that 45-hour and 15-minute time frame. Hopefully we can do it. That's a challenge to you i'm giving you a challenge right now to me or to That's you ch- well it's i guess to both of us but okay to you as well so this yeah i so mean what, we already you already did go on a four minute abc rant so it's tough <laughs> gotta rein it in, so. <laughs> rain it in. <laughs> all right all right all right let's get this thing going huh It's time for the weekly rapid fire recap. Artie, welcome into the rapid fire recap week one edition. Jared, let's get things started. We're going to get right into it. John versus Michael. And before we do that, um, let me go through this real fast. So, John, uh, John finished 0 1, Michael 1 1. 
if you're if you were keeping score last week, we both picked Michael on this one, so we both got a check mark on it. Um, I like it. And just so everyone's aware, on the week we both finished four and one. Whoo! We're on fire. So for the season, we're both four and one. Well done, sir, to you. Uh, and this is something I'm going to keep going uh, throughout the throughout the weeks as well. So the division, the Thunderdome division, zero and one on the week. Cupcake division, one and zero. I'm going to keep that keep that going to see okay. who actually is the better of the two divisions, the more uh, difficult of the two divisions, the winners. Now we're uh, cupcakes are one and zero with a Brian defeat over yourself. So unfortunately, uh, that did occur. So let's get it going with uh, John versus Michael. We both took Michael. Michael won. What you got? Well, uh, this, I mean, this was a big storyline for this. Was John was so proud after draft night that he actually this was the first time ever he didn't draft a defense. I don't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> uh, he did not. He did not draft oh. a defense on draft night. Wow. And he was – I remember either later that night or the next day he was proud. He was like, Jared, check it out. Didn't First time ever I didn't draft a defense. <laughs> he probably should have kept it that way in week one. <laughs> As the storyline here is John's defense and Ronald Jones combined for negative 8.6. And John ends up losing to Michael by 7.9. If he just doesn't play Ronald Jones and doesn't play a defense – if he just doesn't play a defense. He just doesn't pick up a defense. He wins. How sad but is that? That's crazy. crazy. That, that, that's pretty wild. I, don't, I, I wanted to go back and look and see if what the most negative points ever on a week is. That's got to be it. 8-6? <laughs> negative 8.6. God, that's massive. So, but, I mean, other than that, I mean, the the – they uh, will kind of get a little bit more specifics. Maybe when we start talking about it, like in the, the panic meter segment, but, uh, but yeah, that was kind of that, that's kind of the storyline right there. It was kind of coming down to Monday and John's guys just couldn't, couldn't uh, pull up the uh, Mark Andrews and Tucker just couldn't pull the weight over there. What green Bay, the hole they put them in and, and Michael goes to one and oh, it's a shame. I feel bad for John. Anyways, John goes to Shut- one, Mike goes to one and oh, Shout, shout out! Shout out to Michael though for uh, the trade we made, and he went ahead and rolled Jamar Chase in the lineup. I didn't think he was going to do that, and he wow. did it. And Chase, look what man, he did! Yeah, balled out. Kind of regret, kind of regretting it now. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me when I made the trade with Michael, and I said after I tried to talk with uh, I can't remember if I mentioned this last week or not. I tried to talk with uh, Chaz a little bit to see what the options were on one of his quarterbacks, and. Realized he was not being very realistic with uh, we were not we were not using the same value chart. I'll say that. <laughs> and um, so then I reached out and kind of reached out to Michael after looking at his for a second time and figured maybe he maybe he'd be willing to give up Jalen Hurts. And at the time, I thought Jamar Chase was kind of iffy and went and sit. And the first thing Michael said was, "I was like, hey, I go any interest in Jamar Chase for Jalen Hurts." And his first response was, has he stopped dropping passes? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, man. He's a game day player. He's a game day player, isn't he? Damn. He Death sure is. That. But, yeah, Michael, 1-0. John, 0-1. 0-1. And, and I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say that, uh, unfortunately, Raheem Mostert 
Colonel yeah. Mustard went out. Uh, he went out on IR. Yeah. So who knows yeah. what could have happened there? But yeah, should have started yep. the or should have yep. not started the defense. But yeah. right, let's move on. Uh, Michael goes to one and zero. We gain a point on that one. And let's move over to Slip versus Brad. And this matchup here, um, we had the Call of Duty versus getting Digsy with it. And I, Call of Duty is a fantastic name. I just want to throw that out there. So kudos is to he Slip gonna have for to being creative it? with that. Is I, he going to have to change I, it? I, I think you kind of have to, right? Right. I think, I think you so. kind of have to. Anyways, uh, what do you got for this one? Although I'm one to talk, I mean my my team name's uh, Asta Laviska, baby, and I really have no <laughs> in, have no intent of playing Laviska Chenault just yet. But you never know. Never know. Um, this one, you and we were both we were both pretty big on these two teams, kind of for the season, but not particularly this week. And we were both really, really high on Brad. Yeah, and I think his players listened to the pod, Joe. You and I were talking either sunday monday or something like that about the no comment from the rest of the group after we dropped the pot on saturday maybe no. it was late but you Crickets. went back and you went back and looked and you said hey look eight people have listened i didn't listen did you listen i didn't listen so either i don't know if they were all from our league but all eight might have been from brad's team because uh his players did not show up zero <laughs> touchdowns he had zero touchdowns from his main guys like Even not, McCaffrey, McCaffrey had zero touchdowns. I think it's the first. I think I heard somewhere where McCaffrey. That's he's like one of five players in the last like ten years to finish the week as a running back one, like the top running back without scoring a touchdown. That's banana lands. And like one of the other times was also him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, his guys just no no touchdowns. And it just doesn't cut it, and Brooks gets the win. But like we mentioned, Brooks has some costly injuries. So costly. Ju- Judy going to be out a while. High ankle sprain. R- wide receivers that does not go well. Um, <clears throat> obviously, he lost Gus Edwards days before. So I'll, his, I'll, uh, I'll say this just just to throw my two cents in here. Um, so obviously Jones didn't show up. Jacecki did zero for him could have and told I, him that yeah i could have i could have warned him on that um but for slip to post 131 points here and beckham hasn't even he's not hasn't stepped on the field he's not going to step on the field this week and when he decides to make an appearance in the nfl that's going to be massive for slip um and it's definitely going to replace the Judy. I mean, obviously Judy going down would you know sucks because obviously you want Judy and Beckham both out there. But uh, it'll be a nice little replacement there for him to stick Beckham into the lineup with Judy gone, uh, knowing that hopefully Beckham can perform just as uh, just as much as he'd like. Yeah, I'll I'll speak so. on that here in a little bit, a little bit more. I'll, I'll I'll reserve my comments for a little bit later. Okay. Sounds good. So, anyways, I picked Slip that week, so I got, uh, I got the point there. You went with Brad. Slip moves to one and zero. Brad goes to zero and one. All right, let's move on to not really much of a matchup, um, but Chaz versus Rusty here. Um, you know, <clears throat> Dak Attack versus the Vaccine Works. Um, we both picked correct. We both took Rusty on this one. Uh, you got any highlights here? 
They are who we thought they were. <laughs> I mean, that was impressive by Rusty. I mean, Rusty's guys came out kind of like what we anticipated and yeah. just kind of shelled. But, hey, moral moral victory. Moral victory for Chaz. Yeah. Do you know, do you know why it's a moral victory? I would say because all four of his quarterbacks scored 30 points. He, right. picked, well, he, he picked the right quarterback. He picked the right quarterback. Yeah. He picked the right quarterback, the one that scored the most points. That's impressive. So, <laughs> again, I mean, I, th- I don't think he's going to probably go wrong at the quarterback, whichever one he starts. Um, for him, his margin of error is going to be right there on the other players. And James Robinson, man, Urban Meyer don't like James Robinson down there in Jaguar land. But, uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I think we both picked, we both kind of assumed Rusty was going to win this one pretty easily, which he did. Um, and we'll see if he kind of keeps it going. <laughs> Rusty yeah. at the high, high score of the week. High uh, score. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. 20 bucks in the pocket on that one. There you go. All right, we both picked Rusty there. Rusty goes to 1-0. Chaz in the bucket at 0-1. Even though he scored on 31 points, still to be reckoned with there. When you score that amount of points and lose, it kind of stinks. Uh, something you would know. Anyways, uh, let's uh, – actually, let's move over Speak, to that. Yeah, speaking, speaking of, of that, let's move over to your matchup between Jared and Brian. All right, yeah. So this one was going to come down to the Monday. Titus one, huh? Titus matchup. Yeah, my uh, the the huh the tightest Titus? matchup of the week. Uh, yeah. I th- I thought I was hearing T I T U S. I'm like, what the fuck is Titus? <laughs> Titus Young? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But this one's gonna come down to Monday night, and I did not have any anticipation of winning when I was. I think I went into Monday night uh, up like a point and a half or something like that. So he had the Ravens defense against the Raiders. And I was like, well, sure as hell he's going to get at least two points. I started doing like the math in my head, kind of going on that Monday of, all right, so I need – if I can get into halftime where the Raiders have 14 points and Derek Carr has not been sacked and there's been no turnovers, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll stay up. Well, that wasn't the case. There was two sacks, no turnovers. They had seven points at the half. So your boy went to bed about three, uh, about midway through the third quarter. And then I woke up. And I realized, and I saw where the Raiders scored 33 points. I'm like, oh shit, what happened? And I go back and I see where he scores. He gets three points from the Ravens defense, and he ends up beating me by 1.6 points. It always happens every but, year. There's always like the first week. There's always a matchup that comes down to like yeah. one point. But then I go in and I start going through Twitter. I'm like, ah, damn. Well, I kind of knew it was going to be a very, 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 very low chance of me actually pulling that out. Then I go into Twitter and I start reading shit. And then I find out how it all kind of went down and that the Raiders actually won in overtime. So I start looking at it and I realized that they actually had the ball at the first and goal from like the half inch <laughs> line. And at that point, when the Raiders had the ball, First and goal at the half-inch line, if all he does, QB sneak, or I don't know, hand it off to Josh Jacobs, who already scored three touchdowns or two touchdowns that game. If all they do is punch it in the end zone, your boy pulls it out, and I'll win. But instead, they don't make it like a holding, caught something, delay penalty, whatever penalty happens. And on third down, the only thing that can't happen happens, 
and Derek Carr throws an interception, Pick. and Brian gets two points from the Ravens' D, and it kicks me out to where he takes the lead, and then that's just shit hits the fan. When I started reading the game script on that and the play-by-play, I got a little hot. So you didn't watch it? Fuck no. I was asleep. I, I literally went to bed. At, when they only had like <clears> seven <throat> points, and like Brett, I was like, there's no chance I'm going to like – I don't think I'm going to win this. Plus, I'm like dead tired. Plus, this is kind of a shitty game. And I go to sleep, and then, like, just fireworks, just in, like, real-time football just kind of comes up. But, no, I didn't stay up until 1230 to watch that. So I was – I said I was going to go to bed at halftime. I ended up, like, getting – you know, doing my bedtime stuff. And it was, like, midway into the third, and I'm like, man, this is actually a pretty close game. And I was keeping an eye on y'all's game because um, that was pretty close. As well, I was kind of keeping an eye on the um, – uh, John and Michael game. I'm like, you know what? I'll just stay up and watch a little bit more. Plus, your guy Waller was just getting and, like, just yeah. Oh my! Every other play from the Raiders, he was like targeting him. I think he had like 35 targets. Good it lord, was fantastic! I, at one point, I think he had like 11 straight targets. Um. So, anyways, and then it starts getting close. And I'm like, holy cow! They're gonna pull this off. Then the pick happened. Then they go into overtime. Then they scored a touchdown, which they thought it was a touchdown, but then it got called back and it wasn't a touchdown. And then – Who scored – somebody scored a touchdown in overtime? Um, something happened to where they scored. They thought – oh, that's what it was. So they scored a touchdown. Who? It got reviewed, the Raiders. It got reviewed. And I think this might have been in regulation, so what you were uh, talking to. But they scored a touchdown got reviewed down at the one. And then obviously they couldn't put it in from a yard out and then the pick happened. And then they, they drove down the field, had a chance, didn't score. And then the other team didn't score. And then they ended up scoring a touchdown on a, on a uh, busted coverage. So it was a wild game. I, it was actually, I was happy. I stayed up to watch it. It was a pretty good game. So, I mean, it sounds like from what I read afterwards where, I mean, I, when I went to bed, it was like, what like seventeen to seven or something like that? Yeah, it was pretty bad. like midway, and then like just all these points came in after. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, that's one of those where I can swallow it in week one. But if this was the same shit happening like week eight, <laughs> that's when that's when you start getting a little like antsy. Yeah, but, uh, I'm I'm over I'm over it. Week two is underway. Terry McLaurin just scored. I wish I had him, but I don't. So how about you want me to handle your matchup or do you want to do your matchup? I think I'm going to handle my matchup, but in a little bit of a different way. Okay. So I'm going to lead us into a new segment right here. And this is Brandon. You don't even know what's going on. So reached out to someone, wanted to get their thoughts on, on my matchup. So what we're going to do is we're going to send it over to a new segment called uh, I don't know what it's called yet, but I'm leaning towards did you beat the host? So let's uh, let's shoot it over to that. It's time for did you beat the host? Here we go. Alrighty, boys, welcome in to the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, bringing you a new segment uh, to this episode and maybe some future episodes. We'll see how this one goes. 
Uh, but this segment is called, Did You Beat the Host? Um, and I have on with me on the line right now, GM Eric Pittman. He is the GM of I Would Walk 500. So we'll, we'll start right there, uh, Eric. Did you beat the host? No, I did not. Nope. I didn't even come close, actually. And so we'll get into our game, and then we'll kind of reminisce about maybe uh, next week's game, too. But what do you think was the biggest factor into, into maybe you losing uh, to the host this week? I'd say the 24-point difference between uh, Stafford and Rodgers. That's what I would say the major <laughs> point was. And then, uh, of course, me pick – I shouldn't even pick a tight end anymore. What I should do is I should put a tight end in there and leave him in there the whole year. Because every Your time tight I end see, scored 12, 12 points. Yeah, but my other one scored 25. All right, so you're just saying, you know, you chose wrong. So you got a case, you got a case, you got a case of the Jareds or the slips in right, terms of right. picking tight ends. And then, uh, and then, well, Derrick Henry didn't. He didn't do what he was supposed to, but I mean, he did better. Yeah, I just got a Plain and simple. I mean, how did you feel after the first the one o'clock games? Because I can tell you, I was not in a good spot. I I thought I felt pretty good because I'm like. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers is going to get me 25 at least, at least 25, right? And he throws yeah. up a big three and a half. So I, I just – I shut it down after that. Well, after Jacksonville gave me a, a negative seven, I thought there was no chance in hell that I was going to pull off this victory. And if I did, it would have been like one of those – from like a, a kicker or something or a fumble that, right. that would have happened. But – I was happy yeah, so to pull off the old 50-point victory. No big deal. Yeah, I was sitting at Bank of America Stadium watching the Panthers, and I kept checking the uh, the score, and I saw Jacksonville was a negative seven. I'm like, oh, this is easy. I'm like, I got it this year. <laughs> so let me ask you this. On that tight end front, why didn't you put Gronk in? Because there's a lot of weapons on that team. I mean, there's just riches uh, of talent on the Buccaneers. And I did not think Gronkowski would be the focal point with the three big receivers that they have. Have you watched games with Tom? Like when I say games, I mean nationally televised games with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, especially in the first week or two of the season. Have you ever watched those games? And it shows because they must do very well. Yeah. They like Brady always will get Gronk involved on nationally televised games. So when you initially had Gronk in, I was like, yeah, that's going to be at least a, at least two touchdowns minimum. Cause he force feeds him the ball at the goal line. And that's exactly what happened. So thank you for not doing that. Uh, in terms of your, your weapons there though, how do you feel about Mike Evans? Three points, a lot of weapons, not much production. It's, you know, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a lot like my golf game. Like I have a lot of potential. It just doesn't ever show up on the scoreboard. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. So uh, let's move on to next week. You did not beat the host. So right now the host is 1-0. Uh, right. We'll see what happens next week. Did you make any waiver wire selections and, and or – put any fab money out there and do you want to speak about any of those 
Uh, no, I did not. Well, I put in some bids. I put in for uh, uh, Mitchell from the Redskins, but I was not willing to spend thirty-one dollars or ever, however much money Rusty paid for him. I what think did I you? What did seven seven dollars is what I was looking at. You were twenty dollars uh, short of what I put in. Right. <clears throat> he was going to go high. I mean, you oh, couldn't yeah. expect to get him for seven dollars. Well, I thought I didn't think that I thought people would be like, ah, it's just a fluke, you know, or people because people are spending their own money. They're like, ah, I'm not going to put that much. Okay. So here, here's the other question. Let's move on to the next. So your next week's matchup, uh, you're playing against Michael, I believe it is young and swift. Yes. Um, are you going to change your, your name? hundred miles. And more importantly, are you going to change your, your picture? Cause I, took deep offense to that although <laughs> yes, I, to I, you, it is creative i will i will change my picture um i'm thinking of a name right now so we'll okay. have to wait and see tbd on that so what do you think so right now you guys are projected fairly even um he's got you by about three points in terms of production um i recall that michael well shit it's not pulling up for me but i can't remember if mike won or not um, but so what do you think is going to happen this week? Yeah. So Michael did win. Michael won last week, uh, 125 to 117. Um, I think, I, I think I actually win this one this week. I think it's going to be close, but I think I win it. And the reason why is, uh, I think Harris is overrated. Points. Najee. You think yeah, Najee was overrated? Yeah. And it's not necessarily him. It's their offensive line. So this is a bounce back week for Rogers, Detroit. I would right. I would probably agree with that. Um, and I see that you got Gronkowski currently in the mix in your tight end role. Is that something that you think you're going to stay there, or you throw Goddard back in? I don't know. I'm thinking about throwing Goddard back in, honestly, because uh, Gronk usually doesn't have two good games in a row, and I think that uh, Atlanta will try to focus on stopping him. Versus uh, the other receivers after after watching last week. Well, I hope it works out for you. Um, I can't give my predictions. We're going to do that later in the pod. But just wanted to get an idea of your thought process on on your matchup this week against Mike. Um, so thanks for joining the pod this week. Unfortunately, you know you lost and the host won. Uh, but you didn't know we were going to do this until about 30 minutes ago. So I appreciate your time, Eric. Uh, change that picture. Nobody wants to see that. And, uh, <laughs> the good thing about we, my picture is I can change it. It's on you forever. <laughs> Very well said. Very well said. Well, I appreciate your time. And uh, we'll talk to you maybe next, next time if uh, we play each other again. Sounds good. All right. Have a good one, Joey. Later, bud. Ah, is it time to panic? I think it's time to panic. Should we panic? Yep. Yep. It's time for the panic meter. Let's go. Alrighty, boys. Welcome in. We got a new segment here. It's called the Panic Meter. This is where I'm going to ask Jared. He's going to uh, he's going to give his thoughts 
on every team that lost the previous week and give like a one through five rating, one being not so much a panic, five being, oh, my God, uh, I don't know what, what that team's going to do. And I'm sure the GM doesn't know what's going on, too. So uh, let's get things started. I'm going to shoot out a GM that lost, and you're going to give me the panic meter for that GM, okay? So one is not that much panic. Five is full on. Yeah, and you panic. can go you okay. can go zero if you want if okay. you don't think there's any panic okay. there. And okay. <clears throat> so I'm gonna get let's get it started with let's get it started with Johnny. So Johnny posted 117.76 points, and he lost to Mike. What's John's panic meter if you're the G, his if you're him right now? I think John is a 3.5. Mm, okay. So a little, little bit higher just because I know, I know John was counting on Raheem Mostert, at least for a little – excuse me, Raheem must hurt. Must what, hurt. What for, but he knew the injury was going to come. He just didn't know it was going to come on like the third play of the season. Yeah. And so now he's just very – in like what Ronald Jones did, and he's understanding that Ronald Jones, a fumble away from sitting the rest of the game. So he has no idea what he's going to be doing at the running back two spot on his team. I know he, he likes some of the things that he pissed. He's probably mad at himself too for not drafting the defense in the eighth round like normal. Um, I think he's panicking a little bit. It's kind of high, It's kind of low score. But also on top of that, he just lost an injury. It's thinning out. He's kind of scrambling to try to figure out what to do. I mean, this week he's he's having to play Naheem Hines and Christian Kirk this week. You think he you think he anticipated <clears throat> that week two? Absolutely no. not. No, and I think he is. So I think he's about a three point five. I think he's kind of he's not like oh let's see what happens. I think he's a little like he's getting a little nervous. I'd be nervous with that when you got you know your main guy going down. Well, not I guess not your main guy, but one of your main guys going down and then your other guy posts negative points for you. Yeah. Rut roll. Yeah. I think 3.5 is definitely fair. So, all right. 3.5 for Johnny where let's go to, let's make it an easy one for you. Let's go to yourself. So you scored 137.21 lost by the hair on your chinny chin chin uh, to Bry. What's your panic meter at? I am going to put myself at a 2.5. That's higher than I would have expected you to put. I yeah. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, all right, you're, you're scoring 137 points. Um, let's look at this realistically here. You know, you, you really got kind of um, all you guys kind of performed pretty darn well. I mean, outside of maybe Allen Robinson, but he's going to get his touches. When you score 130 30 points, and we talked about this last year, you know, that's that's where you need to score to expect to win. And you scored 137. So right. I, I, I would put you at about a one. So, but, but you said two. So tell us why. So I said 2.5. 2.5. And, sorry. So, and yeah, one. like you said, so where, yeah, I'm 137. I'd, I'd rather score that many points and finish. I think I was like third or fourth highest and lose and avoid injuries to like key players versus somebody like Brooks who won scored about the same, but kind of lost a key player. Yeah. Right. And that's so that you can get into the playoffs and then do work. Yeah. yeah. 
So, 2.5, though, because looking ahead, your boy plays Rusty this week. That ain't going to be an easy task. I play Rusty again another time. Um, And so, so looking at the losses there, maybe. Um, I feel pretty good about Corey Davis's chances. I like pretty Corey. good. The I dude feel, popped off uh, 24 points. Yeah, I feel pretty good about Zach Wilson honing in on Corey Davis and him becoming my guy. My 2.5, though, is like I, I really liked my bench going into week one, but after week one, I'm kind of like, okay, IU didn't even like sniff anything. I traded away Jamar Chase. So now I'm kind of like, hmm. My what I thought was going to be a lot of depth might not be that good of depth. The Falcons offense isn't that great, but Mike Davis gets a lot of touches. So I'm going to have to just kind of stream him on matchup basis. So I think for me, it's kind of like a thin margin there. So two, 2.5, just kind of, I don't okay. know. We'll, we'll see. I, I look at your bench. I, I think Ayuk's going to, he's going to figure it out. And he might be. Yeah, I think they were just kind of, they were just kind of struck at like, oh shit, Moser went down. What the fuck? Maybe, are we gonna do? maybe, but like zero targets, zero involvement in it. So I don't. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. All right, let's move over to. <clears throat> let's go to Chaz. So okay. Chaz scored 131 points. So he he got above that threshold of 130, but you know he lost. Obviously, he ran into a bus all at Rusty in the high score, 157. Uh, what what do you think his panic meter is at well he's he's probably sipping on some of his whatever well, actually 1940 yeah, he's not even he's probably 47 not even, he's probably not even sipping on that yet i think Chaz is going to be about a three and a half wow right scoring 131 points three and a I half do. tell tell me I more do. tell me more I think he's now looking at all those quarterbacks on his bench, and he's like, God, I got all that stuff. I just need to figure something out. And I'm telling you right now, he's panicking over his keeper, James Robinson. <laughs> he is panicking over him where he's already, because of his strategy and all those quarterbacks that he took, the rest of his Ross is very, the margin is very thin on what he's going to be able to produce. I think Devontae Smith might be really good. I think Brandon Cooks might be really good. James Robinson, that might start to be a struggle. And he's looking down there, oh, let me go place him with Leonard Fournette. No thanks. Let me place him with Will Fuller. Who the hell knows? Henry Ruggs. No thanks. And so he just – he doesn't have anything else, like, just around the quarterback core. So I think he's panicking. He he sees, like, the the possibility there. But I know Chaz – knows that he needs to upgrade at the running back spot. Yep. That's why he's he's panicking because the realization of having all these quarterbacks is now setting in because the rest of his is there's holes in the rest of his starting lineup. So he needs to start hitting up the trade. Well and not only that, he's <clears throat> because he's so thin. You know, come bye weeks, Jesus. Yep. I mean, yep. Yep. you're just hoping and praying that you guess right yep. because you have no room for error. Yep. So 3.5 I think is fair. All right, let's move on. We're going to head over to Bradley. So you and I, I think, both took Brad. I took Brad to get to the championship. I think you took him to win it. I took him to come in second behind myself. 
103 points and lost um, to slip by decent margin there. Uh, I think as we were discussing last pod, we felt that he had kind of one of the better teams, maybe, maybe right behind rusty there. And the guys just didn't show up. So what do you put, um, what do you put uh, Piz's panic meter at? I still put it at a one. I just, I mean, if I'm him, it's just one of the, everybody's going to have one of those weeks where none of your guys do anything and you end up with, a hundred, a little less than a hundred, something like that, and just never really in the competition. These guys, you think these guys, you think Diggs and McCaffrey and Carson and Kittle and those guys are never going to not score touchdowns? No, they're about to continue to go. They're going to just start popping them off here, like Chaz popping gummies in a, in a <laughs> little bit. And so these guys, they're going to bounce back. If I, yeah, I'd be, I'd still be at a one, and move on. Okay, that was pretty quick. Pretty quick there. Uh, all right, let's move on to the final one. We're going to go to Pittman here. 88 points from Pittman. Kind of got beat down. Didn't quite get to that 130 mark. Didn't quite get to the 100 mark. And almost reached 90 points. Uh, low men on the totem pole this week with 88 points first week. What's his panic meter at? I'm not going to put it on at five full on panic, but I'm going to say four and a half. <laughs> That's it's, the highest. So. It's up there. It's, I'm not, I'm I got to leave my, if he comes back here in week two and it doesn't really help out, I might have to move it to number five. But I mean, Aaron Rodgers, who knows? Some people are going to chalk it up just about it. But Aaron, I mean, the dude just doesn't seem like mindsets in it. Right. Like he's just, some somewhere he's still in the off season and like bitching about shit. I think we're seeing now where Mike Evans might be the third option in Tampa Bay, and it's going to be a lot of hit or miss weeks with him. Yeah. Um, I think the Tennessee Titans offense was. There's a lot of people who's talking about Derrick Henry, and you don't want to be. You don't want Derrick Henry on your team the year that he starts to fade. That dude carries the ball like. 30 times a game. And so at some point he's just going to kind of like go off the cliff. So yeah, if I'm Pittman, I'm starting to get a little nervous just because he doesn't really have a clear number one wide receiver. He's got a bunch of wide receiver twos and threes. Um, Gibson and Henry's to really carry the load there. So uh, I mean, clearly from his uh action on the waiver wire he got rid of deshaun watson and picked up burrow so he doesn't even know if he should trust aaron Rodgers. uh yeah i I think yeah there's some panicking going on right there not to mention that i mean i i I cannot agree more with Rodgers. um i actually heard this week on the radio that someone suggested that he threw that game on purpose um to kind of send a message to the front office i don't know what that message would be but i kind of find that hard to believe but with Pittman here, he might have a case of the guessing wrongs throughout the year. Maybe. I think second guessing with the with Gronk and maybe not putting Williams in there. Who knows? But when you're when your kicker is one of your highest scoring guys, that's not something to be proud of. And he just needs to go ahead and try to trade one of the tight ends because he's just gonna guess wrong on the tight end every week. <laughs> he did that last year. Yeah. 
He's going to have to do something. I remember uh, we would we would do the weekly bets on who if his starting tight end or his his uh, bench tight end was going to score more points. And and here's the you know he's, we're trying to be optimistic about all these guys that we're talking about here, but I look at his bench. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. what are you what are you doing with Watson? Are you going to trade Watson to to Chaz? Maybe. What, are you holding um, him for a keeper after you score eighty eight <laughs> points? Um, you know, Penny will you know, we got <laughs> Chaz him. might take him. Chaz, Chaz might he might take him. Who knows? So, Trade bait later. Yeah, Pitt, yeah, Pittman be at his house. Wow, four point five. All right, so boys, that's the. Hey, uh, well, the I'll news. say this. I'll say even the winners though, even some oh. of the winner teams. I mean, I I think Michael and Rusty are probably pretty low, kind of still in the one. But I I'm just saying, I think Brooks, you and Brian, you stand, you kind of have some panic. I mean, maybe not a one just because you won, but Maybe like like a two. I mean, Joey, you spent twenty six dollars on the waiver wire. Yeah, I just for I, for I two don't guys, care. for for two guys that nobody else bid on. I didn't know that. And how much? So that's to know that? so that's kind of yeah. So I mean, you got to be there's got to be a little bit of panic there if you're spending twenty six dollars on two guys that nobody else kind of bid on. No, here's first of all, if I knew what people were bidding on, then I would bet a dollar. But obviously, I don't. My thought process on the waiver wire is how much is it going to take for me to know if I feel confident about this person and I want them on my team and I'm going to, I'm going to, if I want them on my team, I'm going to make a waiver claim. I want to know I'm going to get them. Right. So right. a little bit of an underbid on Elijah Mitchell. Cause I went, I went 27. I don't know what the other bets were. Right. Uh, I went 27. I talked with actually another GM, Brad, and he said to me prior to the waivers going through, he's like, it's going to take at least 30. Now, to me, that said that he bet 29 or somewhere around there. Um, I went 27. I figured it would go to 30, but I just – I wasn't ready to, to use that much on him. I was willing to do 27. But for the other guys, yeah, one of them on my team. And I, I put an you amount. Secured I, I secured you secured it. I secured it. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't have but, a problem with that. But but yeah. And and see. And I know Brooks just won, but he's got to be panicking a little bit just because of the injuries and his quarterback situation. Well, rumors, we'll get ru- a- rumors, rumors is he doesn't like his quarterback situation. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can kind of. Well, we'll touch upon it on the week two matchups and when we get to a little waiver wire talk. Yeah. But slip slip made a lot of. Yeah, he so didn't spend to, as much money as me, but he definitely put a lot of waiver, a lot of moves. It, it looked a lot like 2020 for Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, yeah, and then my question for Brian is, did did he peak this week? Oh, oh, I don't know. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, so that's a, a new segment here. We might bring that back maybe next week. Uh, maybe for the next couple weeks, the first the first quarter of the season, we might yeah. bring the panic meter in. Um, but pretty solid. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see who continues to to be on that panic meter and who might actually go up and who might go down based on the results of week two. So, all right, let's move on, buddy. New segments, um, and let's get to it. Should we do it, Jared? Think we should. Let's shoot. Let's shoot from the hip. Let's go.
Alrighty, boys, welcome in to a new segment we got here called Shooting from the Hip. What Jared and I are going to do on this is we're going to have, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to ask each other two questions. One, they're both going to be kind of football related. Well, not necessarily. One will be, I think what we decided is one's going to be like fantasy related, but both questions are going to involve kind of the GMs or, or the teams that are involved. So, Jared, you want to get things started here? Yeah, they could. They're just kind of, we're just shooting from the hip. We're, we're, shooting from seeing, the hip. we're seeing where it happens. Yeah. Um, all right. So, can you guess what this, who this fantasy player is? Last week, their performance 10 rushing attempts for 26 yards, three targets, one catch for one yard. Ezekiel Elliott. Nope. Um, what AFC or NFC? They are in the NFC. They are in the N- they are also in the NFC East. Um, I'm not good at this. Uh, it wasn't Saquon, was it? Saquon Barkley. Oh, ten rushes for 26 yards and three targets. And he caught one of them for one yard. So far tonight, he has four rushing attempts and one reception. Yeah, Joey. it's not looking good. You know who Joey. has more rushing yards than he does right now? Daniel Jones. <laughs> yes, Daniel Jones does. So my question, Joey, what's the current price for Saquon? Uh, he's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. So there is no price. He's, so he's untouchable. Untouchable at the moment, yeah. At the moment. So when does that moment change? Um, I don't think it will. Um, Ever. It, it, here's why. If you look at my running back um, squad team members, we are not very solidified, and he is the most – he is the best back running back that I have on my team. And I gotta, I gotta write them out. Oh, wow. All, all nine points. All so nine, far. nine current all, points, all, and, all and right nine, now Booker's ni- in. He's not even in the game right now. So yeah. all and nine, all so all nine points through six quarters. You'll, you'll, you'll take it. Got it. Got it. Good <sighs> yep. Me. At the have, moment, yeah. So, so it, well, that was my, my follow up question to that was going to be: Do you, do you have a favorite GM that you work with when kind of trade talks? Yes. Um, I like to work with people that are reasonable. No, I'm being specific. Are you going to say yeah. somebody specific? Okay. Yeah. So I always like working with Pittman, uh, cause I think Pittman is a realist and he's fair. And I don't think that he's ever trying to like slight me in any, any way whatsoever. I also like, I like working with you as well because I think you're fair when if I were to ever, you know, propose something to you. Now, I will say this. This was surprising, and I did not expect this at all. I proposed to Trey Sarussi uh, before week one occurred, and I think we kind of alluded to it on the pod. Right. And I was very surprised with Rusty's reaction or, I guess, um, his response to the trade. 
like I asked him, I said, is it a fair trade? He said, yeah, it's a fair trade. I just, I just don't want to move forward before, you know, week one. I want it to kind of play out for a couple of weeks, which I, you know, right. I, I totally agree with that. So to name some individuals, I would say Pittman yourself, maybe Rusty's on that board. Um, but I don't know if I've ever conducted or create or uh, completed a trade with anyone other than Pittman. Yeah, that he's he's probably my favorite one. I think with. outside of Pittman, I don't know if I've ever yeah. conducted a trade with him. I always, I think I have this. Um, um, I think people kind of gave me this reputation of being difficult to work with. Uh, maybe a few years back in regards to trades, maybe asking so much, a little bit, uh, a little case of the Chaz. Um, so I really kind of decided to change my approach to trade offers or trade requests uh, and actually even trade responses when people come to me with trades to really see like, all right, is, is there something that we can work with that's fair? Yeah, because and, yeah, that's all. That's all. I mean, you're trying. Uh, here's my approach. When people come to me, I, I automatically assume, all right, they obviously want this person for a reason. How can we make this fair? Is there some way that I can give this guy up and make my team either equivalent or maybe a tad better, but nothing extravagantly better, just even. And that's kind of my approach too. When I offer people, I say, "All right, here's what I want," and I and I try to offer similar approaches. And there obviously there's going to be a starting point, but usually there's a, "All right, here's my offer." Nah. All right, what about this? Nah. All right, and maybe we just don't agree on that, and that's fine. But I, I can't stand working with people that are like, "All right, uh." So let's let's say for example this week I'm I'm playing slip so I'm just looking at his team so if slip were to come at me like hey uh, let me give you Galladay and Mixon for Saquon I'd be like no I'm I'm not gonna do that what uh, <laughs> but I would be like all right you want Barkley I don't want to get rid of a running back I want another running back he I'd gave be- you Mixon. I don't care about mixing. I mean, he's still Barclay's a lot better than Barkley. It's one week. He's coming off a like a torn, like a shattered knee. So what? I mean, it's have you it's seen the guy's of, thighs? I mean, it's kind of a what? I mean, that might be the reason why his knee shattered. Stop it. So, but stupid. But yeah. All right. But, well, that so was, yeah, that, that was one it. of my questions for you. You got you got a favorite? Uh, Pittman. Okay. Probably, yeah. Pittman, I think Pittman's, I fair. Just, he's a fair person. I think, I think it's not so much as a fair. He's just, he's willing to just, you, he, yeah. you can sit there and negotiate like all players are on the table. Yeah. He's and willing, he's willing and able to make, make a trade to try and make his team better. He's always willing to deal. I like people that like to work like that. I can't stand people that are like, nah, I'm good. But then they come to you like, in week six and they're like, Hey, I want your best players and I'm going to give you trash. And you're like, piss off fucker. I ain't dealing with that shit. <laughs> well, who's that? Uh, I don't even want to do that. <laughs> oh, maybe next maybe that's <laughs> maybe, question next uh, week. Maybe next week's spot. All right. Let me, let me go with one. So you went, you went a little bit. Um, I, I like what you did. All right. So here's mine. shooting from the hip. 
You are the leader. It's 2010. Okay. Uh-huh. It's 2010. You're sitting in your uh in your man room, man cave, and you're on your PS3, and you are the leader of a Call of Duty platoon. Oh god. And you have to choose four other GMs to be on your squad to go play a bunch of nine-year-olds and, and beat them uh, in whatever that live game used to be. Now, here's the caveat. You got to choose two snipers, and you can, you, can be a sni- you can be any one of these people, okay? Okay. So, but you have to have five. So you got to choose two snipers. So I'm one. So You're one. Four. Okay. You got to choose four others. We can make okay. it five others too, but four, was, I figured it would be faster. I got you. You got to choose at least two snipers, two assault guys. So they got to have like the machine gun types, a demolition guy. So he's going to be setting trip wires, bombs, stuff like that. And then a recon uav controller so he's going to be dealing with your drones he might fly a helicopter you know an attack helicopter something like that he's going to give you that six isn't it is that six well you gotta you get to choose you're the platoon leader you get to choose on what you think is going to be the best platoon for your mission all right so you, you you can choose two snipers two assault guys one demolition guy or one Recon slash UAV controller slash like Blackhawk okay. helicopter guy. Go. Okay. And yeah, I want descriptions on why you're choosing. God, this is man. This has been eleven fucking years since I remember. That. And I this is you're you're asking a guy who sucks. <laughs> I sucked at Call of Duty. So did I. I'm pretty good at like the actual sport. All right, so like so Call let- of Duty, I was not good. So, but here's here's my from what I like. <laughs> Rusty's going to be my mother, the dude that's just going to be running through everything and just shooting everything because he's got no patience to be able to sit and snipe people. But well, he, can, he, 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 can, a, yeah. he, he can go out there and just like, just, just wreck shop and just running around. All right. So I think I'm going to, here's put you, one. I, I'm going to put you in hold the on, Hold on. Hold on. Stop. Stop. So we can go two ways here. We can either go video game version. So you're picking guys just based off of video oh. game or, Real life, oh, you're a platoon leader. Who you want? So you can go whatever direction you want to go. You can go both directions if you want to go. If it would change anything, uh, I mean, a little bit. I'd maybe, yeah. So, who? Um. So I'm gonna kind of go in between and maybe do like a like a like a paintball segment. Because I can't okay. get into like a real deal, like actual bullets flying and shit like that. That's going to be too much. Um, so, so this is like back in 2010 or like right now? Because if it's right now, I got to take Pittman. I mean, he's got to be a good shot, right? <laughs> yes, you would. You would. You would <laughs> so hope got, so for Kernersville yeah. citizens' yeah. sake. So I'm going to take Pittman's going to be on the team. You're going to be on the team. All right, hold on. What's well, hold Pittman's? On, hold on. Okay, yeah. So. So me, you, Pittman, Rusty, not Chaz. I'm gonna take Brian. 
So is that all, or do I got one more? So that's five, including yourself. I'll let you go one more. Okay. And then Brooks. Brooks is going to be a sniper because I remember one time in high school when I stole his car from his house, and uh, we, we parked it at a mall, and he didn't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he finally figured it out and he figured out I did it, he then shot up my car with a paintball gun. From, like outside of his bedroom window. So he's going to be a sniper. Um, <laughs> I'm sending Pittman out there because that dude's going to be like hand-to-hand. He's going to be good to go. I'm sending Rusty out there. I'm going to be the – I think you can sit – I can see you just sitting and chilling, just sniping the shit out of people. Could do it. I love it. Yeah. And then Brian's going to do that as well. And then your boy's going to tr- – I'm going to put all my faith in you guys, and I'm going to be the one that's going running around and y'all covering me, and I'm going to be setting the traps. All right. So you went, you, went, you went different. So you just went straight up three snipers and three assault guys. Yep. So basically what's happened is, you know, we're the snipers probably got an above ground action. So we're, we're elevated and we're just trying to (laughs) snipe people as you guys are going door to door, just blasting people. Right. Awesome. Love it. Love it. See, I would have, I would have picked slip too, but slip would have been my like recon UAV controller. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to get dirty. But what about what about actual what about actual call of duty like the actual game when you're playing the game? What were you? I was a sniper. Oh, I was a sniper too. But that was like the only thing I was like I I wasn't like really good enough at like the other stuff. But I'm telling you, right? Rusty would be the one that you'd want like out on the ground, like an actual like Call of Duty the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Good question. All right, I got one. I got one. All right. Bears. Versus Panthers in the Super Bowl. Bears are playing the Panthers in the Super Bowl. Not possible. I know. I know I... it's not possible. Okay, but we're just saying. Okay, they're playing. Let's say five years from now, the like the conference is whatever. Change. They're playing in the Super Bowl. Oh, J- Joey, you win. You win four tickets to the Super Bowl. Hey, you get to go, and you can pick. <laughs> Three other leaguesmen to go. Who are the three? (laughs) Here's the catch. Oh, there's a catch. Okay. Here's the catch. The Super Bowl takes place in Arizona. (laughs) So it's indoor stadium. Indoor stadium in Arizona. The only way to get there is to carpool in a Honda Accord. (laughs) Oh my God! <laughs> what year Honda Accord? Like two thousand two thousand twenty one. Is it a, is it a coupe, coupe or four door? Four door. Okay, uh, it's that's the, it's the it's the biggest model of an Accord. That's good at least. So uh, what three GMs are going to you <laughs> to the Panthers Bears make believe Super Bowl that you have to drive across country for? <laughs> All right. Um. Whew. My apologies, I got a little cough fit going on. <coughs> Brad would be the <coughs> excuse me. Brad would have to go. He's a brother-in-law, converted Panthers fan. So he's gotta be there. 
there's no other Bears fans involved. Right. So <clears throat> I don't have to worry about that. So really, I'm appeasing Panther fans. Right. Um, I, I want to say I would actually choose Pittman, and here's why. Pittman's actually given me Panthers tickets, his tickets in the past. And <clears throat> I know he goes to the games every week. So I would, I would pick him. Now, Honda Accord, that's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Pittman's going to take up some room in the Honda He's Accord. Gonna... <laughs> so my thought process is I'm either, since I won the tickets, I'm either driving or I'm shotgun the whole way. Okay. So, the third <coughs> and final person. And if you bring Pittman, he might have some kind of clout where he can. Where you? I mean, are you okay? Are we turning that corner again? We got to like call somebody. I don't know. Hopefully, I'm all right. But if you got Pittman too, Pittman might have some clout with the uh, highway patrol on the way. This is true. That's what I was thinking too. Like as we're crossing state lines, Pittman just throws out his captain badge. Yeah. And who knows how fast we can go all the way there. In fact, I might even say to him, hey, I'll give you this ticket if you drive the whole way and you drive as fast as you want. And, you know, we can <coughs> escape escape the uh, popo. Um, the fourth. God, tough call here. Um It would be between you and Brian. Here's why. Anytime Chaz goes to a game, he doesn't let anyone know that he's going to a game, so it's like he's not <laughs> even there. So he's out. Um, I don't know if Rusty ever goes to the game. If he does, <clears throat> I never get invited. Michael doesn't go, so he's never go- he He's gone. Um, Slip never goes, so he's gone. Plus, I don't know if, well, since I had the tickets for him, he probably could afford it. Uh, <laughs> who am I missing here? Uh, so it's just you and you and Brian then at that point. And that would be tough because I know if I took Brian, he would probably charge a lot of maybe the expenses to his company. Yeah, so that could be valid. Cool. And valid. I know there's casinos in Arizona. So that's that could valid. be that could be really fun, and not to mention Vegas is only like three hours away from Arizona. Okay, so that could get wild. <clears throat> is a can we fit three in the back seat of a <laughs> Honda Accord? I'm not riding. <laughs> I'm not riding in the back with Brad and Brian. So it sounds like Brian. That's a good play. That's a heady play. It's a heady play. <laughs> Having somebody I would, there. I, here's here's my decision. I would choose you, and here's why. A co-host. B, we would be gambling so much on the way to oh. the Super Bowl, just on stupid shit. Like oh. I bet you, like four to one, I see a Alaska license plate. Uh, it'd be like twenty-one. I see Alaska license plate before we see a Hawaiian license plate. We would do stupid shit like that throughout the whole True. time. Plus, when we got to the game, I'd be betting on stupid shit too. Like we would time the 
the uh, national anthem. Yep. I would I would bet you on yep. the planes that are flying over, yep. even though it's a <clears throat> even though it's a dome. That's we a fun group. On, we can bet group. on all sorts of stuff. So I would probably choose yourself. Oh well, I appreciate. <clears throat> Although Brian might get me more free stuff, so <laughs> there's that. Noted. What about you? Tell me. About what? Same situation. Bears, Panthers? Well, let's not say Bears. Let's say Panthers. Let's say, let's keep it real. So let's go Panthers and. Oh, there's, there is one. You Chargers. Forgot. You've Okay. Um, Panthers. Let's go Panthers, Chargers. Where actually is the Super Bowl this year? I don't have it's no in LA. It's in LA. Is it in LA? Panthers, Chargers, LA. Panthers, Chargers, L.A. Cross country, Honda Accord. No, let's make it a let's make it a Volkswagen Jetta. <laughs> Volkswagen <laughs> Jetta. Okay. Um. Oh man. Darnold Herbert matchup. See, this is where. Like, do you do I take Chaz, who's a diehard Panthers fan? I don't think I do. So he says. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I think he is. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Brooks. Joey, just to keep us in check, a person you forgot about the last round that I'm going to take with us, that he might be getting after a little bit tonight. I'm going to take Johnny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brooks, Joe, and John. I'm going to bypass <coughs> on Brian. Brian, I hear it. I know. Brian and I are a little bit like brothers where we're like, we're like a together tight spaces, long time car ride out. We kind of start button heads a lot. Okay. So we would not be fun. So it's going to be Brooks, John, Joe. So you are aware John could give you those drunk eyes and he could be just like, he could disappear in that new stadium and Lord knows where the hell he might be. Yeah. That's, that's a potential occurrence. Right. But then we also have the single guy in the group that we kind of we kind of have to help a little bit. We're like, hey, look, she's kind of attractive. <coughs> look, we we should hang. I mean, you should hang out with her. Yeah, and so, he's kind of a lawyer, so, so any legal <laughs> issues? Exactly. You know, I know he's not. You know, he's not a. California, probably, uh, I forget the word I'm looking for. Actually, I'm probably too drunk to right, remember what it, what it is. I ju- adjunct or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's not licensed in He's California. Licensed. So, but yeah, that could be someone good to have, you know, on your side, <clears throat> especially as we roll through Colorado, yeah. pick up some gummies and maybe some other weed stuff. There you <laughs> go. Just saying. Just saying. Cool. Good question. Like it. All right. Here's mine. But first, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? What? 
Your favorite flavor of ice cream. Just curious. Uh, cookies and cream. Okay. Cookies and cream. All right. <clears throat> Here's my question. You don't have to go through all the teams. <clears throat> but I'm going to give you some flavors. All right. Okay. You pick the team, either team or just GM. So, like, I got you. They could be records from the past or whatever, you know, GM. And you pick the flavor and assign it to the GM. Okay. Here's your flavors. Get a pen, write it down. You're keeping score at home, write them down. Ready? Rocky Road. Okay. Neapolitan, and that's kind of like you know a little bit of everything, but it's not fancy, right? Okay. Dreamsicle, what is that? The orange? <clears throat> yeah, like the, the orange, the orange type. Okay. Cookies and cream, which is like the best flavor ever, right? Frozen yogurt. With, in parentheses, it's not even real ice cream. It's a poser. Okay. And then coffee flavor, which is trash. Nobody eats coffee ice cream. It's like eating avocado ice cream. You just don't do it. Okay. All right. Now, do you got, do you want to, do you want me to go through all the GMs? Do you want to pick a few? Do you want me to pick a few? Have you have you already thought about this? Like who's no, who? No, I'm just asking. Uh, and I know I'm throwing this on you because we haven't talked about this. Um, but you can be as fast as you want, or you can you know take some time and and think about it and and explain. So hey, hey, how about this? <clears throat> I'll shoot off some GMs and teams, uh-huh. and then you know you decide what flavor they are. Okay. Okay. So just if, in case everyone's listening, Rocky Road. Neapolitan, which means, you know, they're they're a little bit of everything, but they're not fancy. They're not flashy, but they get the job done. Dreamsicle, really good, right? Not the greatest, but really good, flavorful. Cookies and cream, the best there is. That's the favorite, right? Frozen yogurt, it's not even real ice cream. You're a poser. You're not a good GM. You're not. You don't have a good team. You got to, you know, your your team's. Hey, your team says we're a bitch on paper, but you know, paper doesn't play. And then uh coffee flavor. It's just trash. You're just not good. All right, ready? Yep. Here we go. Rusty. Dak attack. Cookies and cream. Ooh, so you're going based on 2021 season. Yeah, I'm gonna go based off 2021 <laughs> roster. Okay. And for track. everybody? For everybody? 2021 roster for everybody. Okay, here we go. So, Rusty, Cookies and Cream. Um, Johnny. Johnny is going to be Dreamsicle. Mm, Okay. I think think he's going to have some high weeks and a lot of low weeks. He's going to be a boomer bust. Boomer bust, Dreamsicle. Michael. Neapolitan. Ooh. Um, Bradley. Uh, 
cookies and cream. Ooh, okay. Um, let's go with my myself. Uh, <laughs> Rocky Road. Mm. Ups and downs. Ups like and downs. It. Ups and downs. Uh, Brian. Frozen yogurt. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> Frozen yogurt. I don't know if I. I don't know if I buy Poser. my team. He just beat me, but I don't know if I buy my team. <laughs> I don't know if I buy his team. I mean, he did beat me off. Robbie Anderson had one catch, fifty like fifty-five yard touchdown, one catch. Ah, <laughs> uh, slip. Ooh, Rocky Road. He's but okay. he's, he's classic Rocky Road. Uh Pittman. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking coffee. He's got a bunch of outside he's got a bunch of flex options on his roster. <laughs> Yourself. Um not cookies and cream, not Neapolitan, not coffee, not frozen. I'm I'm probably like a dream sickle as well. Okay. And then Chaz. Uh, frozen yogurt. <laughs> Too many QBs. Yeah. Would you? Uh, any of those you disagree with? Um, I would put. I I think I would put. You, I think I would put you more on the Neapolitan. Like nothing flashy, but yeah. it, it's it's a it's a good team. Like it it's good, right? Like you don't turn down Neapolitan. You get chocolate, vanilla, right. strawberry. You don't turn it down. It's good, but it's just not, you know it's not fancy. That's what I would say. Okay. Um, myself and Slip totally agree there. The dreamsicle with Johnny, you know, he's just all something always good happens to John. And so he's in that, you know, dreamsicle type atmosphere. He's Almost just, he's he's, he, he's just very top heavy. Dreamsicles are very top heavy. Yeah. It's like a mint, yeah, mint Oreo, right? Like yeah. it's good. It's real, it's good and Oh my goodness! There's Oreo cookies in here too. Like, yeah. when did that happen? And it's like randomly good stuff happens to him. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that that's pretty solid. Uh, Chaz, Brian, I feel solid. I feel good about that. Time will tell about Rusty and Brad. Brad going down 0-1. We'll see what happens. I think <laughs> Rusty's a definite cookies and cream at this point. And right now, I think we have to say coffee for, for the flavor of Pittman. I think what we should do is revisit, revisit this about week 10. I'm down. Okay. All right. All right, buddy. Let's move on. We only got one segment left. Week oh, two. Oh, week two. Matchups. Let's get it. Week two matchups. Here we go. All right, welcome in, listeners, to the week two matchups. We are going to go through, keep track 
um, kind of talk about every matchup that we have going on. First things first, Jared, I wanted to highlight a couple things here before we got into these. Uh, key injuries and then waiver wire, fab money span. So just so everyone's aware, key injuries that occurred, uh, Broncos, Jerry Judy, he's going to be out four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. And then obviously Raheem Moser, which we talked about, he's out eight weeks from the 49ers. Chip Cartilage in the knee is going to go ahead and get that thing taken care of. Uh, it said eight weeks, uh, and then he said he was going to have surgery, so he's out the rest of the year. So bye-bye to Raheem. Uh, waiver wire. Rusty spent 31 bones on Elijah Mitchell. Um, and I think you alluded to it, which I didn't even think about, which was a good good context from you. But basically, Rusty spent $11 on that, which is pretty solid because he had high score. Um, so solid investment there from Rusty. I went ahead $13 for Sterling Shepard, $13 for John's draft pick, Jawan Johnson, who is a tight end and receiver. That's why I picked him up. Um, then we have $4 from Brian. Spending on New Orleans defense. Tim Patrick. I mean, I should I, I mean, he can't. I mean, Brian, going back to the previous segment, he can't go on the, the Panther Super Bowl trip with me just because he just picked up the Saints defense to play against the Panthers. There you go. There you go. Slip $3. Tim Patrick, wide receiver. Uh, yourself spent $3 on Tony Jones Jr. Who? Who? Yeah, I was about to ask you that. Um, Rondale Moore from Brian, another who guy. $2 wide receiver. Slip then dropped $2 on Arizona. And Jared Cook, he also spent a dollar on. There was a bunch of other waiver wire claims. I'm not going to get into those. I think the more important thing is, is to talk about how much money we've spent or that's in the pot currently. So we have three, four, five, sixty, seven, seventy five dollars is what I'm posting up. My math could be wrong. I'm not very good at it. Thirty four, um, forty, forty six plus twenty six. I think it's only like seventy-two. Maybe. Seventy-two. Yeah, seventy-two. Seventy-two dollars to the seventy-two dollars to the pot. All right, so let's get on. First things first. I think we're going to cruise over to Pittman, who is zero and one versus Michael, one and zero matchup. We do have a game going tonight, gentlemen, um, and let's see what they are currently sitting at. Tight matchup here, fifteen-two-zero Pittman. Leads Michael to 15 points. Unfortunately for Pittman, uh, he's getting 15 points. Michael, that is, from Terry McLaurin. Uh, Pittman's 15.2 is spread across two guys. Antonio motherfucking Gibson and Washington Stee, who's got him 11 points. So who do you got in this matchup? I think Michael's going to win it again. I think Josh Allen's going to bounce back and have a good game. I think. I think DeAndre Swift's going to play good enough. I think Antonio Brown's going to do his thing. Kyle Pitts is going to do his thing. I think Najee Harris has a good matchup. I think he's going to do everything. McLaurin's already scored. So it's just going to be one of those things where Michael's going to pull it out and go to 2-0, and and Pittman's going to go to 0-2. And if it's not with me, it's going to be with somebody. But Pittman's, if Pittman goes to 0-2, he's going to make a trade after 0-2. He's going to start trade. Here's the real question. Does he score over 100 points? 
he yeah i say no oh oh, i'll take that bet two to one two to one two to one if he scores straight up five dollars straight up five dollars i'm in your pocket 15 i think it was or 13 sure yeah that's fine it's good so he scores over 100 i win he scores under 100 you win yeah I'm going to take the under on that. Okay. I'm going to write it down here. I'm I'm writing it down. With that, I assume you're also on Michael. (laughs) I am. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Joe takes the under. Yeah, I'm going to take Michael. I just think it's too much, especially <laughs> considering what we're watching right now. I don't want to get into it too much. I do think Rodgers is going to bounce back. I just don't think it's going to be enough. Um, and I think, unfortunately, he stays under that hunter mark and he gets into panic mode and starts thinking, all right, how can I make my team better? Um, so we'll see. We both take Michael on that one. All right, moving on. Brian versus Brad. We have a 1-0 matchup. Versus an zero and one matchup. Um, currently, let's see here. Brian versus Brad. Feeling gay, getting digsy with it. They don't have anyone going tonight, so it's a one thirty five point three four from Brian versus a one forty four point three eight to Bradley. Who you got in this one? I think Brad bounces back pretty easily. Um... Herbert goes off, Diggs goes off, Julio, who knows, McCaffrey does his thing, Carson scores, Kittle scores, Kareem Hunt scores. Yeah, I think it's uh, Brad goes off, Brian scores under 125, Brad exceeds the 140 mark and e- and kind of easily wins. <sighs> here's, here's the thing. Considering none of his guys scored touchdowns, it's it's hard for me to say that he's not going to be in the 130 to 140 mark with that and i, I don't i don't think Brian's team's going to post that <coughs> so i'm going to take i'm going to take here's where i'll get weird i'm going to take Brad by 50 wow if you want to take that bet, I'll I'll make it. Let's you know we can do another five on it. I'll take it. Can I get two to one odds on it? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna take Brad. I'm gonna take it by fifty. I just think it's gonna be outrageous. I, Tannehill, come on. Thielen, eh. He he scored eh. he scored two touchdowns on me last week. Yeah. Can he do it again? Eh. It was a good match. He had good match. Brian had solid matchups last week. Robbie Anderson, uh, uh, New Orleans against Carolina at at Carolina. Ah. Frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt. Uh, Yeah. So I'm going to, so we'll say Brad beats Brian by 50, two to one odds for five, possible for 10 here, coming my direction. If, All right. If uh, Brad or Brian wants in on that, let us know. Let us know. Call into the pod. Um, so let's move on to the next one. We're going to go me versus slip. Here we are. We actually have a couple guys going. Not much is going on, though. He's got Kenny. I've always been hurt. Galladay. 
uh, versus Saquon Barkley, who has been hurt the last year. Not a lot going on here. 6.7 to 2.1, and we're sitting in the beginning ha- beginning of the third quarter. Who you got winning this one? We are both 1-0, and oh, by the way. This is the only uh, matchup where someone's going to lose a match. Someone's going to have a loss. Someone's going to go to 2-0. and oh. Someone's going 2-0. and oh. Another person's going 1-0. Oh. How many targets will Darren Waller get? 11. Jesus. God, I wish I had that guy. I'm going That's my it. boy Brooks. I think Aaron Jones and David Montgomery are going to have really strong days, and they're going to catapult them into winning in a pretty close matchup, maybe in the 120s for both of you. But, yeah, I'm going to go with my boy Brooks. Yeah, based on what I see here, uh, it's going to be a low-scoring matchup unless you know my guys go off again. I don't expect it to be banana lands. I think I'm going to be lower than I was last week. I think I'm going to be in like the 115 to 120 range. Um, but I think slips going to be right around there. And a lot of it's going to have to do with, and personally I think is going to be Montgomery, um, <coughs> Debo Samuel. And quite honestly, I think Mixon. And I, 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 I think we're going to get subpar performances from our running backs. And I think I squeaked this one out like 119 to 115, maybe 117, but I do get the victory. So we're going we're gonna to go opposite directions there. I'm going to pull this one off, uh, go to 2-0, and oh, and I think Slip's going to get back go go down to 1-1. One and one. All right, let's move on. Chaz versus John, matchup of the 0-1s. Chaz is currently <clears throat> with 4.7 points. Johnny has nobody going. Those four points are coming from Logan Tom- Thomas. Um, the projections, however, 136.24 for, for Chaz, and, and uh, Johnny's at 143.67. Who you got in this one? Which quarterback is playing for At Chaz? the moment. Is it going to be Mahomes? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. At the moment, I mean, he's luck. got Mahomes. I mean, look at this guy. Who's playing Baltimore? Who's Baltimore? Uh, I mean, Derek Carr. Here, here, let me off. ask you that. So, so your Chaz, your Chaz, Mahomes versus Baltimore. Uh huh. Kyler Murray versus Minnie. Lamar Jackson versus KC, or Tom Brady versus Atlanta. If I had we, to rank them, I would go good. I mean. Brady, there's – I mean, Brady's going to – Atlanta sucks. How do, how do you not start Brady? Right Atlanta now? sucks. If Brady's going to score 35 points. I would go – if it were me, the rankings, I would go Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. So, Lamar's going to end up the low man on the totem pole two weeks in a row. Yeah. Trade him. Trade him. <laughs> Trade him for a flex guy. It doesn't matter what you tra- – get rid of him. Or don't keep him on your because if if he's on your roster and you're never going to play him, that's fine because I never have to face him. Don't so got to keep, keep him. Thing. Keep yeah. him on your roster. Hey guys, if you're thinking about trading for Lamar Jackson, don't do it. I don't. So, I don't know what you did because uh, I, I can't remember. But my guys would be Brady. I would go then Kyler Murray. Then I'd go 
Mahomes, and then I'd go with Lamar. That might be the exact same thing that you said. I said Murray and Brady are flipped. Okay. If you were John, did he just pick up – did he draft Naheem Hines or did he pick him up off waivers? Um, I'd have to check on that. Let me – I can't remember. I don't think he picked them up. I think someone else picked them up and then dropped them, but I can't be sure. He drafted them. He okay. drafted. He drafted them in the sixteenth round. Okay. Okay. Would you play Naheem Hines or Ronald Jones? Oh, you're a Naheem Hines guy. I am a Naheem, and you Hines know, guy. and you're well familiar with. I'll pick him up. He'll touch Here. the ball two times. <laughs> Um, I think I think you want to play Himes. I th- here's the thing: he's gonna play Himes. Jones is gonna score more points. Yeah, Atlanta's awful. Yeah, and I know you're looking at back into the week one, and he fumbled, and he got the negative points. But this is where Ronald Jones bounces back and scores twenty plus. Yeah, and if Giovanni Giovanni Bernard didn't get any PT the first week. I don't see him getting PT the second week. And it it pretty much will solidify Ronald Jones as a back or not. I mean, if he shows up and has another poor performance, he's going to be gone and you can get rid of him and trade him because uh, he ain't going to touch the ball again because he's, what, three years into the league now and he hasn't done shit. So he's got a lot of potential, but if he don't show up this week, he ain't playing the rest of the year. So I think you got to play him because you know he's going to have that sort of pressure on him and he's going to want to do well. And <laughs> I agree with you. I think it'll be anywhere from 15 to 22 points. Yeah. So I, this, I this let is, me pick first is, on this, this one. Is a, this is an ugly it, one. It's an ugly game. I'll pick first. I don't want to pick first, but I'll pick first. <laughs> Should we say it at the same time? One, two, three, and we say the name. Who's going to win? Uh, let me – yes, let's do that. Okay. All right, all right. ready? One, two, three. John. John. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Right, so we're, we're both on John. That. Yeah, both on John. I, I, both on John. What? Yeah. What? What what odds will you give me on five dollars for Russell Wilson to finish overall QB one this week? Two to one on five. Overall, overall, overall QB one. He's the QB one. The quarterback the most. He will score the most points as a quarterback. Three to one. Yeah, let's go three to one. What do you want? Three to one. Three to one. Five dollars. Okay. And Russell Wilson ends the week as the most points scored for a quarterback. QB one. Jared. All right, so that'll leave us with uh, you and Rusty, uh, 0-1 versus 1-0. Kind of taking the behemoth here. I think we both agree that he's kind of got the best (laughs) – yeah, I need uh, best some help. team in the squad. You need some help. I need you're doing, some help. You're doing your typical, you know, typical mind games. Who knows who my kicker and defense is going to be? 
Uh, he's currently sitting at a 144.42, and you're sitting at a 125.19. I'm going to bump that up to about a 135. Okay. So what do you think? Yeah, I think it's Or do you want to do a one, two, three? Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> I don't think it's necessary. Uh, I mean, last week when me and Brian were together, I was kind of thought it was a 50-50 toss-up game. So I was playing like the mind games of like, eh, I'm going to pick Brian to just try to like be the like mental, like, yeah, just give it. But this week I just, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't. All right. Here's I mean, the I'm going gonna to need some breaks. I do think Ridley bounces back. I think Robinson bounces back. I think Kamara might have a really strong game. Eckler could have a really good game. I think Higby could blow up. I think Lockett could have a good game. I think they all could have like legit games is like, so I wouldn't be like shocked if it happened just based off like matchups, but I don't I'm gonna know. Go, I'm going against the grain. I'm going to pick you. Okay. Based on matchups. Yeah. And here's I why. Mean, it's... Dak is going against the Chargers. Chargers have a legitimate uh, defense. Uh, Dallas threw the playbook at Tampa last week. Legitimately threw everything they had at, at at Tampa last week, and they ended up losing still. And the Chargers, I think, have a similar, if not a little bit better defense with Darwin James, Nick Bosa over there. Um, so I don't know if Prescott's going to have the game that he did. And then you have Minnie against Arizona at Arizona. That's a good defense, too. And he's got two guys sitting with Minnie there. They're going to have to pull it off. And I don't think going at Arizona – here's the thing. Minnesota's going to come home 0-2. They're losing that game. Um, so I, I just don't think he's going to get the points that he is from there. Edward Solaire, who knows what's going to happen at that game. That's kind of a toss-up. Very similar with Hawkinson and Green Bay. Green Bay is going to be a rebound game. I, I just don't think Detroit is going to allow Hawkinson to score. So he, he might get his four points, but he ain't getting a touchdown. And then, you know, we got Sam Fran. I, <coughs> I think you win this one. I think it's going to be something like 132 to 116. Something like that. I need some help. I need some help. He's got a scary lineup. He's a bitch on paper, like you say. Bitch on paper. But sometimes it's all about matchups. And, I mean, I think I got a shot with my core. I just need to guess right in my flexes. And hopefully I guess right eventually on my kicker and defense. But I I think, yeah, I think – I still don't think it's enough. And I think Rusty pulls it out. I don't think so. I think you got this one. All righty, bud. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, week two, here we are. A lot of people, um, you know, at the end of this week are going to be thinking about what the hell do I got to do to get a win? Some people are going to be sitting pretty two and oh, others are going to be one and one thinking they should be two and oh. Some are panic, some are panicking and (laughs) some are going to panic hitting up the back channels on trying to make some deals and send a message to their team. Yeah. I would love if if you're one of those hit me up. I love to have that conversation. Yeah. Let us know. Let either of us know. I mean, obviously if you want to trade with us, let us know, but 
we like to get we like to be the Adam Schefters of the NCFFL. Give us some of that insight so that we can we could broadcast it on the pod and be like, hey, heard from a little birdie that this GM was talking to another GM and kind of here was the trade proposal. Yep. And maybe we can talk about that. So let us know about that. Good luck to everybody. Um, I don't got anything else shared yourself. I think that's it, man. Just you, you fellas dodge injuries and guess right. Going into week two. Let's go. Take care. Go Panthers. listening to the hot routes and hot takes fantasy football podcast just a reminder if you'd like to get in touch with us there's a way to do that please go to the website anchor.fm or even easier download the anchor app and search hot routes and hot takes fantasy football podcast there what you can do is leave us a voice message if we like what we hear we will play it on next week's pod also in terms of distribution We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, and Radio Public. We are here to meet all of your platforms and wherever you listen to your podcast. But if you want the exclusive recording, please listen to your podcast on the Anchor app. For all of us here at the Hot Routes and Hot Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, Dodge Injuries, and guess right.